hungover, grab some Dunkin'. Supply line shortage? You guessed it. American <laughs> runs on Dunkin', and Dunkin' doesn't work that well. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a supply chain shortage in my brain right now. Oh, yeah. That's the new, uh... That's the new excuse for everything. Yeah. My brain is like, dude, we're not getting enough of something. Let's Just, call it vitamin A. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sir. I didn't, uh... Yeah, I know I didn't finish that work this week, but uh, supply line shortage, I uh, couldn't, couldn't get, all get the, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Pens didn't come in quick Pens. enough. <laughs> Pens. You know, paper. I work at a company where we write stuff down all the time. Internet was out or something. I think the trucks didn't come in quick enough with the internet, so it, uh, <laughs> it's just gone. Lost all my work. Oh, I did work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust just, me, I it's did just work. just on the truck still. <laughs> I emailed it to you. It's just not delivered yet. Yeah, supply line shortage. It hasn't gotten there yet. Gmail's been having this issue since the beginning of the pandemic. They just Their <laughs> trucks haven't been getting to destinations on time. Let me play this one because I actually email. I dreamed about this. I dreamed yeah. about this song. I dreamed that I made this song. I actually did. <laughs> I woke up, I was like, wait, this isn't me. <laughs> I didn't write too late to apologize. <laughs> but. I'm holding on your I did um, sample the eh, eh, for one of my songs a long time ago. Nice. So I kind of did write it a little bit. Yeah, your song. Uh, Wonder what's that one song? No, uh, it's, hey. <laughs> it's too When I wrote yeah, those are just samples of this. <laughs> it's too soon. You know, this is the most downloaded song, uh, ever uh, at the time it was 2007. Yeah, which probably wasn't hard to do in 2007. We were like, what's a download? And then Timbaland was like, eh, eh, eh. And they were like, oh, thanks, Timbaland, for downloading my song. Your song on my phone. <laughs> what if that's like only in a downloaded version? Yeah, it's like dude. a DRM, old yeah, school dude. DRM from Timbaland. What's a DRM again? Uh, digital rights management. So it's like, uh, you know. Oh, yes. Now, like when you had to like on like an old school program or video game it came with like a cd key or a product key that's basically like drm just making sure that you bought it legitly because there'll be video games now that'll be like oh, okay we can tell you pirated it so we're gonna make it impossible to play this game which Dude, is pretty funny that is you know what's strange is this song is billed as being by Timbaland. This is a Timbaland song. Mm -hmm. It's a Timbalake song. But like, what does he do? He just He's does a the producer. A. But like, One Republic's singing it the whole time. They just say featuring One Republic. Well, so like, basically like, a lot of producers do this if they, like some producers don't really even get paid when they like make beats and shit for songs. Because, like, labels will scam them. So producers ended up moving to, like, making their own imprints and, like, albums. So then they'd get more of a percentage of the kickbacks or whatever. 
So that's why like DJ Khaled makes his albums. Like he'll make, you know, a song with Lil Wayne, Chance the Rapper, and Justin Bieber. Because he can get those features on his own song and then he'll get their majority of the kickback. So that's like what Timbaland was kind of like innovating, I guess. He like just paid for the One Direction feature. And they probably were just like, oh shit, like he used to work with like Timberlake and like all these people we look up to. Let's just fucking do it. Timberlake. And then Timberland was just like, yeah, give me that fucking money, little white boys. (laughs) Thanks, white boys. It's too late. Thanks, crackers. Just That's apparently like a a banned word on the internet now. Cracker. Cracker. You can't call somebody a cracker anymore. Call, yeah, you can't call it. Apparently, that's a bad word. I I do. You know, we've we've been over our racial slurs, our lesser known racial slurs, and I mm-hmm. do wish that there was a more deep cutting white slur because yeah. cracker just doesn't quite encapsulate it. It just like it's too soft. Yeah, it does. It's not like offensive because you're kind of like it's almost like. I don't want to say it's it's kind of like calling back to like when we is it is it when we owned slaves we cracked a whip is that what it is I guess I don't know that's not like offensive I just figured it was like a like you're like a saltine like white oh and, you know what now, now I am pissed off yeah now nobody better <laughs> ever call you me thought cracker meant you're like oh yeah of course <laughs> yeah I would be in power yeah somebody's like cracker I'm like thank you <laughs> appreciate that. No, dude. I just didn't. Now know. you're pissed. <laughs> no, I'm pissed you're off. Call me a saltine. I'm gonna go back and talk to that guy at Dunkin' Donuts and call me a cracker. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, dude. We went over and I was saying that uh, Pink Dick was the one that really got my goat. Yeah. And I think it still does. There's no mistake in what that means, dude. When you think Pink Dick, the imagery is just undeniable. Yeah, but it's also like, what's the alternative? Having a purple dick? <laughs> like fucking. <laughs> I saw Yannick's dick. He showed me his dick on his stuff, and that shit was purple. <laughs> that shit purple was purple dick. and looked like a fucking fishing hook. Did we just invent a new racial slur for black people? Perfect. Purple dick? No, Jimmy did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you check the records, that was Eric. That's oh, all good, dude. I mean, you can call people's dicks whatever color you want, dude. You know? It's just, I think pink dick, um, it exudes the imagery of like a hamster's penis. You know what I mean? Mm. Like a rodent. Or like a red rocket. A red rocket, yeah. Yeah, the, the classic dog. But that's like, yeah, I don't know. Well, there's nothing. It's a little bit different. A little bit different. Hold up. Vamp real quick. Give him a sponsorship. Dude. Get him a Dunkin' Donuts yeah, sponsorship. Guys, we've got two types of coffee coming at you this week. Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Duncan, and that's why America has been fucking up so much recently. Uh, and that's why we had also get sponsored by Royal Farms Coffee today. Uh, we wish you a wonderful holiday season, Royal Farms. Go in, go to the self checkout. Don't you don't have to interact uh, with the people there anymore. Uh, I know a lot of people are scared to go to Royal Farms because of the the cashiers and the people getting your food. They look like monsters. And luckily now you don't even have to talk to them. You can just go right up to the robot, uh, pretend like you're getting something very cheap, and uh, you know scam them a little bit. Royal Farms guys, <laughs> dude. I sim- I saw simultaneously. I went to the Royal Farms on uh, Joppa Road, and uh, what the fuck over by like Lock Raven. Yeah, yeah. Across from the Wawa, because obviously I had to go to the Royal Farms instead of the Wawa. Are you a Wawa guy, by the way? I like mixing it up with Wawa. They got the soft pretzels there. I like the soft pretzels. I was in Royal Farms. We'll get back to that. <laughs> We're going to get back to that, dude. Yeah. I was in Royal Farms, and I saw, saw simultaneously the worst 
employee and the best employee ever working yeah. side by side. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yin dude. and yang. It was insane, dude. I mean, there was one guy. He looked like he was like. A, I imagine that the best Royal Farms employees are Baltimore Ravens because they always <laughs> <laughs> based on the commercials. Yeah. Based on the commercials, I'm expecting to see a Raven anytime <laughs> I go to Robo. Justin Tucker to be making my fucking fried chicken. Hey, catch! <laughs> hey, thanks, Justin. <laughs> He, like, kicks your sandwich to you. <laughs> this is a great rofo. <laughs> and then there was this other guy who was just so bad, but I was, like, I, I, it was just, it was such a dichotomy of things where, like, I was just kept on asking the one guy, I was, like, dude, can I get, like, some honey mustard? And the other guy was literally just back there, like, texting in the fryer. <laughs> it's like, dude, what? <laughs> how are you doing this, dude? You see somebody who's, like, so bad at their job, and you're, like, how is this? Like, you're not, you don't care that you're this bad? You know what I mean? It's kind of, like, one of those things where it's, like, you got to be aware that you're this bad at your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like not even putting in the minimum effort. You don't even care. To just scrape. There's by. like 12 people standing at the robot computer looking at you just text. <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on, bro. And then you got Wawa across the street, which um I can't I'm sorry, man. I can't bring myself to get on the Wawa train, dude. I mean, I tried it cuz there's a Wawa on the way home from when I come home from like Bel Air. Actually, it's literally across the street. It's yeah. on the way home. What's from your problem with anybody. Wawa? I, I think know. It, I think it's vastly overrated. I think it's way too hyped up for Not what common. it is. Well, what I, do you think's overrated? Um, dude. It's fucking because the sandwich meat at Rofo is not good. I agree. The sandwich meat at Wawa is at least like on Subway level. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's fair. But like, I don't know. It's like people like okay. My brother will just go to wawa with his girlfriend like on a regular night i can understand yeah that's some like rural ass like pennsylvania shit mm -hmm. but that's also like the main people who fuck with wawa like whenever when i went down to um florida for like some of those fishing videos last mm -hmm. year um when we we're meeting up with one of the guys he was like yo you guys you gotta check this out like we'll we'll meet up th there in the morning like have you ever been to Wawa before? Like, oh, it blows shit. people's minds. Like, whenever they get that shit, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, my God, this is like a Walmart, but, like, small. I think and that's... people in the county love Walmart. Like, Dude. when my cousin lived in Pennsylvania, like, right over the border, mm -hmm. they would go to Walmart like people go to the mall. I... Like, they would just go there to hang out on the weekend. I think you're kind of summing up what my aversion to Wawa is. would have been like if we lived deeper in the county, that mm. would have been our McDonald's. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the problem, dude, is that... Yeah, it's disappointing. I've always said that... I've always said this. How long, how long have you known me that I've said... I've known you always. <laughs> and as far back as you can remember, I have said this, which is the thing that I'm about to say that is... Well, you've always been saying. <laughs> I've always been saying. <laughs> which is that... And let me just say this. <laughs> because I've always said this. So let me refrain to what I usually say. Okay, let's hit the chorus now. <laughs> Take it to the chorus. It's too late to apologize. So I have always said that when your town has a Wawa in it, your town is white trash. Mm -hmm. And I stick to that. And I believe but I that. think I think that might have been yeah, like five years ago. But I think Wawa is kind of on the border of turning into like a Rofo type of thing where mm -hmm. now their chain 
is way outside of the reaches. Like Wawa five years ago, that's what Sheets is now. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sheets is like Sheets is the underdog coming up, and now all the the good old boys in the country are like Sheets, Sheets. 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 Wawa went to the city. Them city slicker Wawa bitches. <laughs> Sheets was always there. Sheets. You know I've always said this. I've been saying this for a while. I've always said Sheets. <laughs> sheets is the best. How long you know me, Bill? <laughs> always, Bob. Always. <laughs> I've known you always, Bob. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I okay. First of all, that riff is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Secondly, secondly, it depresses me. To see that they built that Wawa right in Towson, because that to me should have brought down the property value of Towson. <laughs> no, <laughs> there goes a the neighborhood. The second the I saw Wawa, a Wawa, once you saw that duck, <laughs> I was like, "Oh great, here they come, <laughs> fucking Wawa, dude." I just, I just, it like, like. So I don't get it. Is it pronounced Wawa or? <laughs> I think the it, logo is the duck. Dude, now or that the you're geese saying or something, this, it might be pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that is how they meant. Pronounce it, yeah. <laughs> they were like, dude, let's spell W-A-W-A. They'll get it. They'll know okay, that they're supposed we'll to make a... put the duck up there. <laughs> because, okay, if anything, then I respect Wawa more now. I respect Wawa more because everyone knows that that is the actual sound a duck makes. Yeah. A duck does not go quack, quack. It goes... Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And Wawa recognizes that. <laughs> You're doing a whole 180 on Wawa right now. <laughs> Wawa 180. I love Wawa. Yeah. You're gonna see me in a Wawa commercial. Somebody's gonna, like kick a ball to me. I'm like, hey guys, stop in a Wawa. You started this tangent by just running away from Wawa, cursing at it, saying how white trash it was. Did a full 180. Now you're in the store getting a nice new cup of yeah. coffee. Come to. <laughs> Well, okay. The only plus I would give it is that it does Wawa stands by. And this this might be this Our might troops. <laughs> do stand by the troops. <laughs> it might be the only thing working that oh, against them is that they insist on having gas at every one of their locations. See, Rofo has gas at some of their locations, mm-hmm. which makes them not a gas station food store. Yeah. Wawa is committed. But get this. Okay. I've seen Wawa's with no gas stations. Have I've you? I've seen Wawa's. So there's a Wawa in Philly that's just at the bottom of like a high rise. Mm. Well, that's so like. I think because that's where Wawa's from. Yeah, that's Wawa's like their from, Royal like, Farms. PA with, yeah, so, and that's why like, you know, Rofo's from here. So we got Rofo's without the gas. That's true. You don't go somewhere else and see Rofo's without the gas, dude. No, sir. Well, it just pisses me off that we have such an awesome... Uh, I don't even know what... Such an awesome selection of gas station food spots <laughs> yeah. that we could get food from. But people insist on standing for Wawa, and it's like, dude, we're standing Wawa. Stand. I'm still learning gen, gen, Generation Z. <laughs> people insist on standing Wawa, and uh, we have an alternative that, in my opinion, is pretty fucking close. I understand that the subs aren't as good, but I'm sorry. No, but if the chicken's great. If you're going to Wawa... You're not going to Wawa for chicken. You're going to Wawa for a sandwich. 
maybe something else. And then the question should be, why? Why are you going to Wawa for a sandwich? Why don't you go to an actual deli or something? The only time it's... Because you go to Wawa at like 3 in the morning. Okay, so then Wawa is drunk food or road trip food. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, definitely. Rofo is not... No one's arguing that. Rofo food, dude. Rofo is not... Rofo is drunk food (laughs) or I guess, yeah, I don't know, lunch. (laughs) Well, exactly. Exactly. Rofo can be lunch. Rofo can be. Rofo is a day walker. Mm hmm. Wawa is strictly nighttime only. So, are we determining that Rofo is in a different league? A different. A league of its own, if you will? I mean, we're comparing apples to oranges here. I think there's no two stores that could be compared more accurately than Wawa and Rofo. Mm, what about. They are uh, the yin and yang. What about like that quick quick trip or whatever the fuck it is isn't that in like wisconsin no there's one in hamden now but they have chicken is it good i haven't, I haven't had it because i'm like this probably can't be better than rofo and so i'm never gonna <laughs> so find I'm out never gonna get it. <laughs> I've had candy there before how's the candy there it's about the same as rofo yeah yeah i think yeah. they have the same supply line <laughs> same supply line and dude. you know how hard the supply line's been having issues oh it's this working year. dude yeah dude everybody's stuck on a uh, 95 did you hear about that by the way I ninety five traffic Virginia. jam. Yeah, yeah. What was going? People were stuck in traffic for 30, 30 hours, dude. I don't know why people are all of a sudden. Whenever there's like a big snowstorm coming, they're like, "Let's just go on the Beltway and drive." Because <laughs> that always happens. Let's drive. It always happens that way. I don't. Do you know what caused it? Like, why? First of all, was it a sudden thing? It was I don't like know. it was like magically snow just came down, and then why? I think all of a sudden, like, I don't know, in any of those situations, I'm sure it's just like an accident or a pileup or like the snow comes down too quick and then people just stop. But yeah, people were out there for like six hours. I saw like some guy got charged. He was like in an Uber <laughs> for that whole time. He got no charged like $600. No way, dude. Yeah. And then he got it refunded. But you know, Uber is probably like, well, you know, you were there for a while. We had to, <laughs> you know, pay the driver. Dude. How do you, you got to imagine after, because I've been, we've all been stuck in traffic. I've been stuck mm-hmm. in traffic. Um, After like five minutes, I just get out of my car. All the time. All the time. <laughs> That's why I got backed up. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the front of the line and got out of your car. <laughs> well, there's two conundrums of traffic. The first conundrum of traffic is, as we all know, why don't people just keep driving? Now, in this scenario, I believe it was blocked off. It by might have like, been like a whiteout too. Like it might have been snowing so hard people couldn't see. Thirty hours, dude. Yeah, it's fucked. And then you're talking about they were like, how do you know people like? I, I at first when I heard it, I forgot to factor in that it was winter, and people were <laughs> like, dude, they're like their cars are running out of gas. I was like, why don't you just turn your car off, dude? <laughs> and then I realized, oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's cold. It's cold as shit. It has been cold as shit this week that's why you gotta have a blanket in your car mm-hmm. you gotta have a blanket you what you should have in your car is you should have uh a hat you should have a blanket um you should have uh an like a, a like a beer of some sort like rolling on the floor in the back seat or like two of them yeah you should have a koozie in case you should ever need to drink that beer in case you're ever stuck in traffic. <laughs> in case you're ever stuck in traffic. And then uh 
Yeah, blanket, I guess. But a blanket, that's, that takes up a lot of room, dude. You're going to have a whole ass blanket in your You have a whole ass blanket in your car right now? No, I was lying. Okay, I was about to say, dude. Nobody actually has a blanket in their car. Yeah. You got to have a hat and like a, a, a extra jacket. I got like snow scraper. I got like an old longboard. I got a bunch of fishing rods. What's the longboard for? A lot you? of trash. A lot of trash. You got to um, have trash in your car for yeah. an emergency. Yeah. I think the longboard is in there literally from when I moved. And I just forgot to take it out. So I was like, why am I going to bring this up to my apartment? I can't skateboard up there. <laughs> I'll leave it in car. the car in case I need it. <laughs> <laughs> in case I get stuck in traffic, I can just longboard down exactly. 95. <laughs> See you, suckers. <laughs> Surf's up. Or whatever the fuck longboarders say, dude. No, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have things like that. I got, I got, well, I was gonna say I got pulled over on 83. I didn't get pulled over. Everyone got pulled over on 83 mm-hmm. because there's always an accident on 83. Yeah. 100% of the time, there's two things sure in life. The sun will rise tomorrow, and when you're driving back on 83 at 1 a.m. or above, there's going to be an accident. And so I'm driving back and uh, from the Ravens game last Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's like 7 p.m., on a Sunday, but in Sunday hours, that's like midnight, you know, because like on Sunday you start drinking at like 11 a.m. So 7 a.m., 7 p.m. on a Sunday is like you're fucking, you've been drinking for a while. Now I wasn't that drunk, but I was high mm-hmm. and uh, I came up to like a stop in 83. I'm just driving up, listening to like, that's me in the corner. <laughs> Classic Sunday high guy music. Yeah. Losing my religion. And you're like, I would love to get in an accident right now on 83. <laughs> I wonder how many people get in an accident. Like if I, I always I listening do, to that song. Yeah. Like what is the swerving in between yeah. lanes? <laughs> Losing <laughs> my I think I thought I saw your blinker. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm driving up 83 and it comes to like a dead stop. And my high mind starts churning. <laughs> REM is in the background. Why like, not just try. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh no. And my high mind is thinking, dude, it's a DUI checkpoint. They have stopped 83 <laughs> and they are doing a DUI checkpoint because they know that the Ravens just lost and everybody's drunk driving back <laughs> up to the county. <laughs> and so there's, and then I was there for like, I was there for like, uh, I was stuck in this uh, not DUI checkpoint mm-hmm. for like 20 minutes. And after minute five, I realized this would be unreasonable. This is like, yeah. there's no way they are stopping this many people and making you wait in line for 30 fucking minutes. Now, I tell you who did do that uh, is in Miami. When you're going f- over the bridge from Miami to Miami Beach, they have real DUI checkpoints. Oh, I bet, yeah. And look, I don't support uh, drinking and driving. Yeah, but don't I don't do also it, kids. don't support DUI checkpoints. Yeah, I don't. It's a little support- harsh. I think it's a little much. It's like, dude, you're gonna stop every single person. I, mean, I assume it's probably just there. Like, I bet for the most part, they're not even like doing doi checks they're just making sure people aren't getting like kidnapped like they're not taking like drunk girls home or like mm. fucking all this other shit 
How do you think they gauge that? Do they like talk to the girl in the passenger seat? They're like, you actually think this guy's hot? <laughs> yeah. Hey, rate this guy one to ten. <laughs> like, what? he's like, what do you think about this guy? Like, you think like, he's hot now? <laughs> All right. Well, I think you're stunning. So get out of the car. <laughs> do you think I'm hot? <laughs> there is a wrong answer to this question, man. Yeah. May I remind you? She's a bunch of pickup artist cops at DUI checkpoints yeah. trying to get laid all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bullshit. Stuck in traffic. Just fucking never the nice guy. It's always <laughs> me finishing last, the fucking cop. <laughs> no one likes cops anymore. <laughs> Women just love douchebags. They love drunk drivers. <laughs> women love drunk drivers. I'll tell you what, dude. Women do like drunk drivers, dude. They do. I'm sorry. <laughs> no woman wants to be with a guy who's like, oh, I think I've had a little... I'm not condoning drinking and driving. But if you are out with your girlfriend and you have... If a... you want to impress her. <laughs> if you want to impress her. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> the last thing you want to do... <laughs> Is not drive. <laughs> no, well, okay, look, DUI checkpoints, I get the sentiment. I understand why one would want that. But to me, it just kind of like, look. I bet, I bet for like any place that's like high density of people just walking the fuck around, I kind of agree with. Yeah, go ahead and do a DUI checkpoint. I don't want fucking drunken idiots to fucking go mow down like Bourbon Street or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, that's not in Florida, but I bet they do DUI checkpoints in fucking New Orleans all the time. And I bet they don't, actually, because, dude, you can drink in. Uh, there's two. You can drink and drive. Like, not be drunk and drive. <laughs> yeah. But, but you, you can, can get, drink like, and drive, drive through liquor stores and shit. Which I think, uh, I believe we talked about this before, but that should be. 100% legal. Um, I should be allowed to drink a beer while driving if I'm not drunk. There's mm -hmm. no reason why not. There's no justification for why I can be in a bar and drink six beers and then drive. Yeah. But I can't be in my car. You better just go put your seatbelt on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buckle up, boys. There's no reason why I can't drive down at E3. Yeah. I love that like 30 years ago, our parents were able to just like drink and drive. They didn't have seatbelts. Like, they had bench seats in the car, so they could just, like, bang while they are driving. Oh, dude. Crazy. Yeah. 70s cars, I tell you what, that is the one thing I do miss is the bench seats. And I don't miss them as if I ever experienced them, Never other than watching the them. intro to that 70s show. You know where show. I did experience it, actually? I think my dad's old car had bench seats up front, or, like, you could put the armrest into a seat. Because I remember sitting, like... Maybe it wasn't his car. Maybe it was someone else's car. But I just remember, like, there's a bench seat in someone's car, and I'd be able to sit in the middle in between the passenger and the driver, and I love that. Ooh. That is cool. Yeah. That is cool. I always felt like an, a grown-up. 70s were fun, dude. Yeah. We loved the 70s. I love the <laughs> 70s, dude. I've always said that. <laughs> I was actually sitting in my house yesterday, and I was thinking, damn. Damn. The 70s. Why can't Why it? can't we go back? <laughs> Take me back. Fucking <laughs> 20 the years before I was where born. I lived. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in my house watching TV and I was watching um that 70s show. Not that 70s show, but I, I should have the 70s. <laughs> I love VH1. I love the 70s. I'm, I'm just watching really like, i remember that just a rerun from the 90s <laughs> vh1 i love i love the 70s 
2020 recap of all your favorite 70s talking heads. (laughs) (laughs) This really brings me back. (laughs) And I'm watching, I was watching uh, a blind taste test of different vodkas first. I started off on the vodka train. I was trying to get excited to drink because sometimes, you know, when I'm playing a gig that I know people are going to come out to, it's like, well, I got to drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to have, I got to be ready to have fun here. I can't just show up and be like a fucking bummer. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, thanks for coming out. I'm actually, I actually drank a little too much last night. So I think I'm going to take it easy tonight. Nobody wants to fucking see that guy play. Yeah, but you can also just fake it too sometimes. How would I fake, like, like fucking take a bomb and be like, nah, just have all <laughs> your shit behind like me? watered down. I'm gonna that's go. What, that's what comedians do too. Like the big comedians who are known for like drinking on stage and shit, they'll just have like watered down whiskey and shot glasses and do shots, and then the audience will get real shots, and then they just get fucking stacked in cash because they'll get half the bar revenue. I tell you what, Doug Stanhope doesn't do that. I think Burt Kreischer does that. Well, Burt Kreischer is. It's a bitch. It's a bitch. Yeah. He, you know, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> He's a pussy. If you're the guy who's going to get up on stage and be the guy who's like the party guy, mm-hmm. be the fucking party guy. Or else you got to come clean with your audience. And say, hey, dude, <laughs> I got to come clean here. I'm drinking watered down whiskey. And my shirt is not actually off. It's actually on. I actually have a, it's one of those shirts that's a, a six pack, but my <laughs> stomach stretched it so much. It just looks like a stomach. I'm so fat. <laughs> I made my six-pack shirt look like a fat guy. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to come clean, dude. You got to come clean. Got to come clean. So I'm watching this video trying to get excited to drink. I'm thinking like, ooh, okay. You're pre-gaming drinking by watching <laughs> drinking videos yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm watching this dude. It's like me watching the Food Network and getting hungry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> And they first did vodka, and he was going through different vodkas and just, like, tasting them. And this guy, I think, was, like, the head whatever alcohol cocktail person at Playboy, which I don't know why Playboy would have a cocktail person, but whatever. Like, a person that makes drinks, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Um, and he was rating them. And Papa Vodka in a plastic jug mm-hmm. won. Really? Now... I think as a liquor uh, manufacturer, you're really shooting yourself in the foot by packaging in a plastic jug. I mean, they just know their customer base. They're like, we know our fans are going to chug this bottle and try to throw it at their wife. <laughs> so let's make this plastic. <laughs> Had enough casualties here at Pop-Off. <laughs> Shit's about to pop off. <laughs> That's how we're making it plastic. <laughs> Um, okay, that's a, that's a fair explanation, but also they made a vodka that scored higher than Smirnoff and Svedka and all those things. Did dude. they do? Was it one of those videos where they like put it through filters and shit to try to make it better, or did they just do a blind taste test? No, it was just this dude sitting there. He was like, "I'm blah blah blah." Is he a vodka expert? He's like a l- drinking alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> he he literally he was like, "I'm a professional alcoholic, a playboy." And then he, but he was like good. He would like guess the vodka. He's like, I think this is Pinnacle. They were like, yeah, that's Pinnacle. He was like, damn, dude, how are you guessing vodkas, dude? Yeah. So like me breathing and being like, it's Sunday. <laughs> it feels like I, it, the air is very Sunday to me. 
It was just amazing. And then I started watching this other video because I'm not a big vodka guy. So yeah. I wasn't lubed up. I wasn't ready to drink by watching vodka. Yeah, you weren't wet. Yet. Yeah. If, if anything, <laughs> I was like, dude, now I want to drink less. And so I begin to watch uh, bourbons. And then mashed.com, which is a great name because it immediately uh, conjures imagery of mashed potatoes, which I do like. And so when mashed.com <laughs> pops on my TV, I'm like, instantly, I will watch this. Yeah, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be trying to drink, but now I want to eat a roasted rotisserie chicken. <laughs> mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> and honestly, I should probably have something to eat before I drink. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. And so I'm watching them go through the bourbons. And they go through 10 bourbons. And they go through Jim Beam, Maker's Mark, Basil Hayden, Knob Creek. Uh, fucking, dude, first of all, those are all made by Jim Beam. Didn't yeah. know that. Really? Yeah, they're that. all made at this at that company. Well, I bet originally they weren't all. They probably all get bought up. or Probably, something. yeah, that is correct. Number one was Woodford Reserve, mm -hmm. which gotta be honest, eh, it's okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, I want to believe it's great. I have a bottle on my shelf to be like, yeah, I had Woodford Reserve once. <laughs> it's empty, but uh, yeah, check this out. <laughs> I used to at one point have that, so yeah, I found this in a trash behind a bar. <laughs> it's up there now. Guess what came in second? Evan Williams. Evan fucking Williams, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Damn. Who knew our prepubescent taste buds? Because we all hit puberty around twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah. Um, so when we were pre-drinking. Evan Williams, we just knew, I guess. We were super tasters. Dude, it's all in the marketing. Jack Daniels used to be a rail liquor. Now, Jack Daniels was not in this ranking list because they're not technically bourbon. Yeah. Um, but they are Tennessee what, It's got to be made in Kentucky. It's got to be made in Kentucky. So technically, uh, Jack Daniels is Tennessee sour mash or sour mash Tennessee whiskey, which yeah. is bourbon. It's fucking bourbon. Which is crazy because it's like Tennessee and Kentucky are literally just fucking each other on the map. They really are. They're literally just laid out flat 69ing <laughs> on top of the U.S. <laughs> they definitely are, dude. They definitely are. And it makes sense. It makes sense. But yeah, Evan Williams coming in at number two kind of... Like, I don't know what anything is supposed to taste like. I don't know. Yeah, because what, like, a sour mash yeah. alcohol? Doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good at all. What mm -hmm. is that supposed to taste like? Because when I drink a whiskey, I don't taste anything sour. <laughs> Nothing sour. Burns. Apparently a people mash? like the burn. People, like, seek after that fucking... Really? Yeah. They like that's like a that's like a component. All I feel in, like the burn is just there to be like, all right, yeah, that's working. That's still there's alcohol in there. Yeah, but it's not Listerine. That's what I, that's how I think about Listerine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when you put Listerine in your mouth, it's like it's got to burn. Yeah, that's all the germs being killed. Yeah, all of my teeth have to hurt because I can feel <laughs> the germs. <laughs> but like whiskey shouldn't be like that. You can tell whiskey's working when you get drunk. Yeah, true. I've never, I've just never been able to get on the whole like becoming like a connoisseur of things like that because at the end of the day, the elephant in the room is that we wouldn't 
drink any of this shit if it didn't get you drunk. Yeah. Nobody's going to sit there and drink a fucking bourbon on the rocks that doesn't get you drunk. Yeah. Just because you love the taste of fuck. Give me a fucking break. Oh, yeah. you love IPAs? I think it's just it's IPAs? like a, it's, it's a similar thing to like I really like spicy food. Mm-hmm. And I will like put myself through pain because I really like spicy food. I, it's probably the same shit, but like a little cringier for just like alcohol snobs who are like, "Yeah, I love the burn." It's like, no, you don't. You're a fucking alcoholic. Yeah, you need this or else you start shaking. Like, yes, yes. you're fucking weirdo. Yes, dude. yes. You need to drink it straight and warm so it hits your blood faster. That is very depressing. You just depressed yeah. me. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yes. That's why I'm looking you dead in the eyes. <laughs> Jesus, Eric. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Fuck, it's Sunday, <laughs> Not dude. to you, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, like, no, that is that is the reality. Is like, you have these people that, like, get super into wine, super into beer, and it's like, dude, okay, yeah. Maker's Mark is pretty good. But what, define good, because it's like, it's, like we said before, it's not... A, Anywhere close to as good as a fucking diet sun kissed. Yeah. It's or not like even close. Some fruity ass mixed drink. Yeah. Like, I'll take that over anything straight. Like you're, nine times out of ten. You're gonna tell me that a fucking knob creek on the rocks tastes better than a fucking Dr. Pepper? Yeah. No, it does not. No. There's I don't care. You could give me a fucking eighty dollar shot of scotch, and it does not even come close to like a glass of apple juice <laughs> in terms of just raw enjoyability. I don't drink apple juice like this. <sighs> That's good apple juice. Yeah, yeah. No, you just fucking drink it. You chug it. If, if, I, if you made me a scotch that I could just be like, yeah, boom, and just drink a fucking liter of it just like that because it's so delicious, then I'd say that is a good scotch. Until then, it's just the least shitty means of getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. Because it looks better to drink a fucking martini than it does to drink out of a fucking pop-off jug. But at the end of the day, you're really doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're doing the same fucking thing. Same ingredients. You know? Now, I guess weed is different because you only smoke. Like, drinking is a thing you can do either to get drunk or just to be hydrated, right? Mm -hmm. So, like... You would be drinking regardless, and it's just a matter of what you're going to drink. Weed, you're only smoking for a purpose. You don't naturally just smoke and then sometimes smoke stuff that gets you high. Yeah. Anytime you're smoking, it's for a purpose. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're smoking cigarettes, it's for like stress or whatever. Or like, like I right guess. Like right Stressed. Yeah, you're stressed, dude. You just woke up. Had your coffee? Yep. Drank. Kickstarted your stress. I got way <laughs> I got way too excited to drink last night. <laughs> I overshot the I overshot it last night. I was like, wow. I showed up to the bar. I was like, dude, I can't wait to drink now. <laughs> can't wait to taste test every Miller light in this building. But yeah. Fuck it, uh. Oh. <sighs> Sorry, Jimmy just Slurped me off. Okay, <laughs> for some sloppy toppy, sir. <laughs> Slurped you off, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude. Did I do that? <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> 
slurpy turfy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the slurpatins. <laughs> Slurpapins. <laughs> oh, dude. UMD. That would be cool. You just made me wish I went to Maryland again. <laughs> slurpy turfy. I have never been a slurpy t- <laughs> Damn, I should have gone to that school, dude. <laughs> that should be me. <laughs> Oh, man. Sometimes I do think about that, dude. I, I still think whenever I see Maryland like playing a basketball game or like, like wrestling. Damn, I wouldn't have dropped out of school if I went there. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have, dude. Yeah. I don't think I would have. I wouldn't have dropped out of Maryland. Because yeah. that would have been like... The reason why we dropped out of school is because we weren't really ever actually in school. Yeah, we true. lived at our parents' house. And I I walked to Towson University. That's not college. Nah, you don't yeah. walk from your fucking bedroom in your parents' house to college and call that a college experience. Yeah, that's crazy. It's very easy for me to drop out of college. It wasn't like I was like living in a dorm with a roommate named like fucking Tyler. And mm-hmm. Tyler was always like getting high on the bunk bed. And I was like, what's up, Tyler? Oh, dude, we're out of Cheerios. And then I like climb up my bed and then I go out in the common room. There's like people out there like drinking and this is just all I'm imagining. <laughs> Very specific. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, we got it. We should go out tonight. Zen West is blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, dude, I got to study for finals. I'm like, nah, bro, no way, dude. Let's go out, dude. Jenna's going to be there. He's like, all right, fuck yeah. That wasn't my experience. My yeah, experience no. was coming home. My dad is in my monk <laughs> Still bed. Still living eating with Cheerios. Dom in your room. Yeah. I come home. Dom's, dude, we should <laughs> go out. beating off in your bed. <laughs> Like, sorry, I didn't want to get my sheets dirty. <laughs> this is not college. <laughs> this can't be college. Sharing a dorm room <laughs> with, your with high my school brother. <laughs> with my high school. This can't be it. It cannot be it, dude. So it was very easy to drop out, dude. But Maryland, dude, come on. Hard, dude. I would have had such a pretty okay time at maryland <laughs> it's fucking insane Probably i still would have hated it but <laughs> oh i would have hated it dude i would have absolutely fucking not enjoyed it and i probably would have wrestled all four years mm. and like never been good i probably would have wrestled all four years not had any it fucking... humbled you and then you would have never even talked about wrestling again for exactly. the rest of your life see that's the problem i never got to a level where i realized i wasn't that good <laughs> 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 so it allowed me to think that i'm very good you know well, what I yeah. mean? Well, because like the last thing you remember from wrestling is like, oh yeah, I wrestled Pat Downey, and now he's an Olympic wrestler. So that could have just been me. Yeah, could have been me. I did, after all, wrestling. <laughs> Didn't win. Didn't win, but you know, neither did his opponents in the Olympics. Yeah, I'm just as good as that guy from Azerbaijan. <laughs> I could have lost to Pat Downey too, and I did. Um, speaking of Pat Downey, uh, great segue. I know you're a huge Pat Downey fan. He just signed with Bellator MMA. Oh, wow. Uh, that's big ups for Maryland. For anybody who's not familiar with, uh, well, first off, the state of Maryland. We are one of the 13 colonies. And it's not Maryland. Not Maryland. It's Maryland. 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 Um, so that's the state that we are from. And in that state, we had a guy named Pat Downey, who was a three-time state champion in high school. Had some problems in college, never uh, was able to get, I guess you could say he never really got his act together. He talks about it openly, just kind of like, kind of like a, you know, a lot of controversial shit going on, blah, blah, blah. Um, so he never really uh, had a chance to compete at his full capacity on in the college level. Kind of just went straight to the, uh, 
Olympic circuit. Um, he, he's our age. He's about 29 years old. He graduated a year behind us, which is if you want to be a great high school athlete, if you want yeah, your get held back, a get, year. get held back. I cannot, I cannot recommend enough putting your kid in a grade one grade below what he should be. Like wait that extra year because I should have done that. You should have done that. Yeah, I think like we should like in today's standards, we would have been class of 2021 mm-hmm. just because we had birthdays after the start of the school year. Yes. And that to me is huge. I mean, dude, in high school every year counts. Like Yeah, we would have we would have killed class of 2021. I should dude. not have been in high school. We would have gotten when I was ass freshman. in high school. Oh, we got would have gotten ass. We, we didn't hit puberty until senior year. Yeah, I know. So we would have hit puberty junior year, and then we would have been big dicking it all senior year yeah, long. Big dicking it, dude. Can you imagine how cool we would have been, been? Average dicking it. Average dicking it in high school, dude. We just didn't like. I was way too immature physically, emotionally, not emotionally, mentally, mentally, psychologically, retardedly. retardedly. I was way too immature to be. Oh, that later. Oh, you got it to work. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I was about to fucking have a funeral for that thing. Um, I should have totally gotten the fucking water. Can you check if there's like a water in that fridge? Fuck. Mm. I got an idea. Can get some snow. Are you gonna have a beer? <laughs> Is there a fucking uh, white claw back there still? Oh, there you go. Bud Light, a.k.a. Seltzer. I know you guys are thinking. You're thinking, wow, Jimmy woke up when Eric called him (laughs) (laughs) to do the podcast at 11, which is my idea. It was actually my idea to do it this early. Yeah, you gave the 11 number. And then I was like, I don't need to set an alarm. I always wake up on time when I fall asleep at 6.30 (laughs) a.m. And uh, I show up, I drink an orange juice, a coffee, and I'm cracking a beer. But it's not because I need the alcohol. It's because I'm very thirsty. Yeah. Everyone knows Bud Lights are almost 99% water. Hydrational. Hydrational. Anyway, so Pat Downey is, uh, you Pat know, he Clowney. went. Pat Clowney. Pat Clowney. Uh oh. Uh oh. I shouldn't have said <laughs> you that. Shouldn't have said that, dude. <laughs> He's gonna come after He's us. Gonna fucking pin you, dude. Jesus. All right, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he went to the Olympic trials, came in third. It's really a tough gig being an amateur wrestler because you kind of have to be. You kind of you have be to really be really fucking good. Yeah, you have to be literally the best person at your weight in the country to go to the Olympics. It's not like other sports where there's like 17 dudes on the swimming team and like you know all of them. Like they send a whole fucking squad. There's like 16 different events. Backwards, forwards, butterfly, sideways, freestyle. Well, there is freestyle wrestling. There's two types of wrestling. It all sounded like swimming shit. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> not- <laughs> but like you can't do that in wrestling. You have to be the best guy in the country at your weight class, and then you go, if you're the second best guy in the country at your weight class, you're not going to the Olympics, pal. No. Sorry, you're not going. That is insane. That is insane. You know? Imagine if we could only do this podcast if we were the best podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> man. Yeah, we would have stopped a long time we ago. We stopped a long time. We never would have started. <laughs> they wouldn't have given us the mics. <laughs> anyway, so he, he, he comes in third in the Olympic trial, doesn't get to go to the Olympics, unfortunately. I believe the guy who won his weight class actually did wind up winning gold at the Olympics, which is cool. But I also don't know if that's true. But let's say it is, because nobody fucking knows. Yeah. Nobody fucking knows. Say Are you going to Google it? Because that would have been cool. That would have been cool. And we're going to go with that. Um, so now he's signed with Bellator. He's going in the MMA. Because as a wrestler, you're thinking, okay, dude, do I wait? Another, do I do this for another four years and then try again when I'm 33 just for the chance of not making it again? Mm-hmm. And then my fucking career is over. Yeah. You know? So instead, he's like, dude, I'm just going in that fucking MMA. Which means that Maryland has a very legitimate chance at having a... Uh, is a that UFC how that champion. Works? Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say like Maryland gets like a title for it. That would be cool if they win. I've always said that they should do stuff like that. Like they should have like Baltimore teams. Like mm-hmm. why not? They do, like the way high school does or college. I love college. Hey. Hey. I love drinking. <laughs> hey. Hey. They should do that where, like, you just, like, in high school, they take, like, the best guy at each weight class and they wrestle against another high school or college. Like, why don't they do it with cities? Like, why yeah, don't they just take the best fucking fighters at each weight class in Baltimore and have, like, a UFC meet against yeah, another city? I never city? understood why they didn't just do, like, a local Olympics, like a, a U.S. Olympics. A local Olympics? Like, Baltimore Olympics? No, just like a state Olympics thing. Like, you know how the Olympics is all the countries mm-hmm. competing? Why not just do all 50 states? That would be cool. Do it every two years instead. Maryland, I think, would win. Dude, we we have a lot of Olympians. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of Olympians. Specifically, Towson. Well, we just, we have like, we have all of the seasons. So we can practice any sport, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do water sports. We can do winter sports. We can do, you know, pretty much... The world's our oyster when it comes to sports. Yeah. So I'm going to put it out there. I think I don't think there's another state that could see us. I don't think you could see us, bro, in in the Olympics. Can't. What sport are we losing at? Try and see us. Try and see us. Maybe, maybe basketball. Yeah, maybe basketball. Although. You think we're losing at lacrosse? Is that even a sport? No, nah, that's our state sport, isn't it? Nobody's beating us at lacrosse. Yeah, no one's beating us at jousting. No one's beating yeah. us at lacrosse. <laughs> you think you're fucking with us at jousting, dude? Um, Get obviously, real. swimming will win. Of course. We're going to have Michael Phelps Yeah, as the coach. Ooh. I tell you who would not win at swimming is me. I suck at swimming. Yeah, I suck at swimming. I can't <laughs> do the fucking the butterfly shit. I always forget to breathe. You know, if doggy so paddling, like <laughs> gotta remember to breathe. Yeah, if doggy paddling were a thing, I think I could do that. Also, if underwater, I'm surprised. If underwater just like the kicking off the wall and like going, mm-hmm. I can do that oh, really yeah. good. I'm like I can really... kick off the wall and like and make it like halfway across the pool. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we do like a long jump underwater like that, I could win that for us. Yeah, that would be a good event. Just mm-hmm. the wall jump, the wall push or something or like a like a like diving but like regular diving like just like mm. one front flip and it's just Maybe scored on like not like real diving criteria yeah, just yeah. like like biggest splash 
<laughs> like it's like the opposite of what you want in a diving. Coolest. Coolest. <laughs> Who looked the coolest when they did that, dude? The chillest dive. <laughs> that is a thing that I think uh, you and I could have a shot at. It's the chillest dive. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Like a chill. It's really chill. Like cracking a Bud Light. Yeah. And then cracking like, a Bud Light. Maybe even not even doing a dive. Maybe just the feet first. Being like, he didn't even try to bend it. A can opener? The can opener. Isn't yeah. that when you just bend one knee? Yeah, I think so. As a child, I really appreciated that that was considered a move. Yeah. Because that was something I could execute. Mm-hmm. And kids would be like, dude, watch me hit this can opener. Yeah. I'd be like, dude. would be stoked. That's not a fucking thing. That's not a thing. I think it was like, uh, you know, it was a less intense, like, because a lot of places wouldn't let you cannonball, mm. like, pulls. So you can only do so one leg at a time. can opener is, yeah, that's your... One foot in, one foot out. I haven't done cannonball in a while, dude. I think I haven't been in a pool in a while. Yeah, and it's like I don't feel like I'm allowed on the diving board can't, anymore. You can't cannonball into the ocean. It's you the can't. Last time I've been swimming. You cannot cannonball can into the ocean. Though, can't open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ocean has very specific rules, as we learned mm-hmm. over the summer at Ocean City. Yeah, no throwing balls in the water. Can't throw balls. That's against ocean rules. No cannonballs. Cannot. Cannot do that in the ocean. Uh, no cannonballs, no diving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can run. You can run. I do a lot of running yeah. out of the ocean because I gotta like move fast. Because yeah, so I don't, don't seize your dick. Yeah, up in your vacuum suit. sealed to my <laughs> yeah. fucking body. Why do bathing suits do that? I'm like, shit? I'm too old to be fucking vacuum sealing my dick <laughs> on this beach right now, dude. You know, and like a pool is like I feel like there's too many eyes on you at the pool. It's like I want to like. I, as a man, I want to be able to do a cannonball at a pool, but, like, that's something a kid would do, yeah. you know? Nobody's going to, like, clap for me. Nah. You know? But it would be chill. It would be chill. It would suck, though, because our parents wouldn't be there, and we couldn't be like, guys, look. That's true. Yeah. If I Next time I'm at the pool with my parents, I might do that. Yeah. The thing is that then like, it would be funny. The only time you're allowed to dive as an adult, like the only time you're allowed on the diving board as an adult, is if you're so fat that it's like everybody's like, oh shit. Yeah, it's the only way you can get in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be airdropped into the pool. <laughs> yeah, if he gets on the ladder, it'll just snap off. <laughs> But like that's cool. Like when you see a fat guy get up and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. He's got the cannonball pass. Or like if you see like a super hot guy, I guess, who's like super ripped and everybody's like, oh, this guy is fucking. Yeah, if you see a guy in a speedo, it's like, all right, you're allowed to be on the diving board. Yeah. But we don't factor into either one of those categories. Like yeah. we're not so fat that it, it's awesome. And we're not <laughs> so hot that it's awesome. You know what I mean? We're just in yeah. the middle. We're just average. Dudes, they're too old to be on the diving board. Yeah, average dudes, dick vacuum sealed with them <laughs> in a bathing suit, fucking trying to get people to not look at us while we want a cannonball. And that is not chill, dude. Not that is not chill, chill dude. All, dude. I'll tell you what is chill though. This fucking Bud Light, nice, beautiful, a beautiful BL. What else did I have in my notes? My handy dandy. How was your uh, How was your Christmas? Oh, have we? Oh, yeah. We didn't really get into Christmas because we had the we had a older song. Doom Kaderna. scroll. Yeah, yeah. Doom scroll. 
I hope he didn't mind that I just posted the whole episode because I just did that. Yeah, I think he just posted the whole episode too. Yeah, so I don't think he it's cared. Like, dude, I, I had no idea that, that was the arrangement whatsoever. Ah, whatever. And as far as I see it, anything that's recorded here is free reign. Yeah, I'm posting yeah, that yeah. shit, dude. For sure. You think I'm not posting your fucking Jimmy John story, dude? I'm making that a fucking clip. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Patreon. <laughs> mm. Christmas was fucking uh, honestly a great Christmas. Not as good as Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I think I had a world record best Thanksgiving of all time this year. Thanksgiving was a little nicer this year because around Christmas, everyone was getting fucking sick. I got sick like kept getting worried that i would like spread covid to my entire family but yeah. luckily that didn't happen mm-hmm. um i'm sure you're in the same boat like, oh yeah dude oh yeah dude yeah except i mean thanksgiving i wasn't sick at all i was sick a little bit going into christmas mm-hmm. um but i like got over it a couple days before yeah, i was like yeah. a little worried about that i was like oh jesus um but I got my look. I get myself things for Christmas. It's very mm-hmm. important to me yeah. to get myself things. Um, and I got myself a sweet Fender Telecaster guitar, Ooh. which my parents contributed some money towards. Nice. And so, in that aspect, a great Christmas. I got two new pairs of pants. <laughs> like in rotation. But here's the problem, dude. You can give me as many pairs of pants as you want. That does not change the fact that I'm only going to wear one. True. So now I just have two spare pairs of pants. Go. Yeah. And guess what, dude? They're blue jeans. Ooh. Not black jeans. I haven't seen you in blue jean for a minute. I know. It's been some time. you going to try dyeing them? Dude, no. Dying black. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm dying black. <laughs> These aren't black. Um, I like it, though, dude. I feel like they make me look way more mature. You know what I mean? Like yeah. black jeans, it says, dude, I'm in my mid 20s. Yeah, I'm trying to play this off as a, a dress pant. Mm-hmm. Blue jeans is like, dude, you I'm a grown getting. ass man, dude. I haven't been carded once in my blue jeans. Really? I also haven't been carded once in my black jeans in like two years. But <laughs> I think. Mainly just because all the bartenders know me. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. <laughs> but like, I walk around in the blue jeans and I feel like just a, like a classic guy you know what i mean like there's something about blue jeans are old school just like walking around and being like dude i am just one of the guys you know like i have like uh, you know i feel like john cougar mellencamp i feel like fucking oh yeah life goes on that's what i feel like i feel like that um nice i got uh a jacket that looks very 90s it's uh goes well with the jeans i bet it does dude honestly what i needed was i needed things that weren't just black because i have some navy blue things and there's one rule of fashion that i actually adhere to well Mm -hmm. there's two the two rules of fashion are your belt should always match your shoes everyone knows that and if you don't know that you should know that the second rule never mix navy blue and black that's crucial and a lot of people don't know that a lot of people that think they know fashion don't know that and uh i have like a bunch of like navy blue shirts jackets socks that i couldn't wear because i only had one pair of pants mm. 
And now, by getting one pair of blue jeans, I basically also got 16 new shirts for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a pretty successful Christmas. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It, like, unlocked. It was, like, a video game unlock. Like, like I had, like, a bunch of shirts in my drawer that just, like, when you're playing, like, Super Smash Brothers, you just, like, have question marks. You're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, I just couldn't use them. Like, what are these? I had to unlock them. My mom had to <laughs> unlock them for me. Your mom put in the cheat code. <laughs> And so that was huge. I mean, that was huge. How about New Year's, dude? What, what did you do for New, New Year's? Year's? Uh, nothing crazy. I uh, I went over to my parents for a little bit because they're deep frying stuff. Ooh. I went over to Elizabeth's for a little bit because they were doing like a dim sum mm-hmm. dinner, a bunch of different dumplings and stuff. Dim sum. And then after that, just chilled out at home. Fucking chilled out. Low key New Year's, to be honest, dude. And I you- feel like going out. Dude, I never, I, I fucking hate New Year's. I truly. New Year's is fun if you have like a party or something to go to and there's not a pandemic happening. But I would never be caught dead at a bar in New Year's. Oh, That's got to be the worst experience on the fucking earth. The problem. You probably can't even get a drink before fucking midnight. Dude, I, I didn't, I didn't want to go out on New Year's. Liv wanted to go out and I was like, oh my. All right, fine. And uh, we just went out in Towson for like a little bit. We went to CNR, sat at the bar. It was surprisingly like dead out. It wasn't dead, but it just wasn't like crazy. But the problem with New Year's is there's way too much pressure to have fun that it never lives up to what you think it should be. Yeah. You know, like, definitely. New Year's is supposedly like this big party night, and you always feel like you have to be doing something. Like, even if you're not doing something, you feel like you have to be doing something. You know, yeah. like, I have to at least like be hanging out with somebody at my house, like my girlfriend. It's like, you're, I feel like you're not allowed to literally just not do anything on New Year's. I mean, you're allowed to. That's what I did. You didn't even hang out. You, you didn't even hang, no, out, hung with out with Elizabeth. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You did something. You know, yeah, like, yeah. but like, what if you were just sit, laying in your bed watching Netflix alone? You're not allowed to do that on New Year's. You're allowed to. I'd, I'd be totally fine with doing that. I would too, but yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be allowed to. You're allowed to do anything you want, dude. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. Except, you know, a couple things. That's also... Don't do a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not true if you have a girlfriend. There's, uh, if you have a girlfriend, you kind of got to do stuff. Yeah, well, like, you know, we did the dinner stuff, and then that was kind of it for the night, and then we just chilled out until, we didn't even watch the ball drop, I think we are just watching other shit, and then it hit midnight, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll, we'll do the kiss. I guess I'll kiss, kiss. you. Yeah. I think she was, like, falling asleep, and I was like, all right, hey, it's midnight. <laughs> hey, good night. I don't like it because, okay, so maybe you are allowed to not do something, right? Mm-hmm. But if you decide to do something because you have to, yeah. you're not allowed to just do like a normal thing because bars all have these New Year's things that they do where they're yeah. like, oh, can I go to this bar? And they're like, no, nah, uh, it's a $20 cover or no, it's like $50 all you can drink. We have like a fucking catering spread. It's always some like, extra shit yeah, that you can't fancy shit so then you like go to one bar and you pay fifty dollars for fucking all you can drink now you can't leave mm-hmm. 
Because I just paid fifty dollars for to get your commit. money's worth. Yeah, but then and, you can't even get a fucking uh, you know attention from the bartender because eighty other people got that same deal and they want to get their money's worth. Yeah, so like you want to go out? Like if I could just go out and be like, hey, it's fucking New Year's. I'm gonna go pop around this bar, this bar, boom, 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 boom. Nope. Ubers are fucking eighty dollars to get to downtown. Yeah, fucking, Jesus. fucking every bar is charging a cover and they're open late and they fucking have catering. And it's all this fucking extra shit and it's like, why can't I just fucking go somewhere and sit down? And maybe this year was different because it was you know obviously there's a lot of other uh, compromising factors involved. Mm-hmm. So I actually enjoyed this New Year's because I just sat at the bar, didn't even stand. Nice. I was sitting down when the ball dropped. And everybody, and they poured like little fucking shots for everybody for the whole bar. And I was like, this is cool. I can do this. Yeah, it's pretty low key. I wouldn't mind that. I just can't do the fucking like packed ass. Like, if it was like looking like a fucking rec room night when Towson's in session and there's, it's like ball to ball, fucking ass to ass, can't even get a drink, that would fucking blow on New Year's. Fuck that. Can't even have a good time. Fuck that. And then, of course, the other thing that sucks about New Year's is that it's followed by arguably the worst day of the year, which is New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Day sucks. New Year's Day is the ultimate Sunday yeah. because it's basically the end of that whole like holiday, holiday season. And then you just go back to work like the next work day. And you're like, Pissed. it's like the Sunday scaries times 40 because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, here goes the end of everything. Yeah. For the past, been listening to Christmas music, it all culminates in one boring day where you eat like fucking quiche and shit, and you're like, oh, great, it's fucking New Year's Day, this sucks. And now for me, I don't work on Mondays or mm. Tuesdays. Well, I do work on Tuesdays. But, but not until like... Yeah, like, not until like <laughs> five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I empathize with people who do like... Because like... They shouldn't make people work between Christmas and New Year's. No. What we used to call the lost week. Nobody does anything during that week, dude. No one does shit. And then if you are working, you're like, why the fuck am I here? No one else is doing anything. I can't get anything done because I'm trying to send it to people who are on break. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You're like emailing people. Why am I alive? Yeah. Dude, it's (laughs) ridiculous. I was trying to convince Lucas to hang out with me like the Monday after Christmas. To like watch a game, he's like, oh, dude, I'm fucking, I got to like grind today. I got to do stuff. I was like, dude, name one deal that has ever been closed between Christmas and New Year's. What yeah. bank merger and acquisition is fucking Nothing. happening on December 28th? Yeah, everyone is with their family yeah. in a fucking condo somewhere on an island. So I did convince him to not work, which is good. <laughs> I'm a very good influence on my friends. There you go. But yeah. Yeah, kept it very low-key, New Year's. Um, had to work in the last week, which is unfortunate. But mm-hmm. also, it was only a four-day week because you get, you know, New Year's off or New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, but yeah, dude, 2022, stronger than ever with the fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in 2022? It's a big year, dude. Whenever you look big name guests who knows whenever you look back across a year it really is the one okay the one thing i will say in new year's is defense uh because i am the new year's scrooge and i i don't like it um but it does put things in perspective because you don't really realize how long a year is until you look back at what you were doing 
that day last year mm-hmm. and all the things that have happened in between. And so looking back to like January 2021, you do kind of go like, oh, damn, like a lot of shit has happened, you know, and you kind of like can gauge your progress like that because you don't really think about it. Like it's like fast and slow at the same time. It's like it it feels like 2021 didn't happen. But at the same time, you look back to January 2021, you're like, damn, a lot of stuff has happened since then. You know what I mean? So that's cool, dude. And uh 2022 or bust, baby. That's all I got to say about that, baby. You're the Patreon, dude. We're finally getting a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Get fucking then we're going to three bucks a month off that bitch. Post Nick Oldershaw's episode on <laughs> our Patreon. We'll just bootleg other successful Patreons <laughs> on, you know, one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do like an OnlyFans for the podcast. Not like a like a naked one, but like they do that, right? Like you yeah, could do I like a regular so. OnlyFans. I think that'd be cool, be but funny. not really at all. Um, oh, one last thing before we say our goodbyes for the first podcast of 2022, of which, guys, if you can understand just how early it is for me to be here. Yeah, this is the earliest I think we've ever done a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was hung over this morning. Yeah. But honestly, I kind of like being hung over on a podcast because like... I can't explain it, but I just feel like it's just like, it feels right. <laughs> like you walk into the studio, you like kick on the heater, you're like, oh, damn. Live from the studio. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, now we're just morning DJs. Yeah. They we come are. in hungover every day. That's what you got to do, dude. I feel like it is like, yeah, we played a little it's too late to vibe. apologize. You did some stuff. Shouts out to the Baltimore Ravens who are playing... Right now, as of 15 minutes ago, it is potentially the last game of our season uh, in week 18, because now they have a 17-game season, and you get one bye week. Uh, We're playing the Steelers right now, Mm -hmm. and I don't know what we have to do to get in the playoffs, but I know a lot of things have to happen. A lot of chips got to fall. A lot of teams got to lose. I think like we need, like, I don't know if it's actually doable. But I'm really hoping that we do make it in the playoffs. Not because um, I care that much, but I love the camaraderie and the excitement of watching your team in the playoffs. And I know it helps all the bars and helps the whole city to see like your team going and doing stuff like that. Same reason I always want to see the Orioles go back to the playoffs because there's nothing cooler than playoff baseball where it's like a whole week. Mm-hmm. five game, seven game series and you're like dude where are we watching game tonight it's like every fucking night it's like dude let's fucking go like we're watching the Orioles again like there was no more fun time there was no funner time I'm sorry in that sentence the word funner would have made sense no it would have been fun there was no funner time I wouldn't have called you out for that I hate- I say worse words than that most of them aren't even real I say badder words than that dude no <laughs> yeah most of them aren't real <laughs> But uh, it's great for the city. Your brother is actually at the game right now. Oh, shit. And nice. I got to say, not jealous. It is miserable it's outside. It's cold as fuck. It is it's raining right 31 now. 31 degrees and raining. But also, he's probably in the box. So he's probably having a good time. True. They got the free food. You can just oh. watch it on the TV up there. Can you imagine how fun that would be? I am now jealous. <laughs> <laughs> You're Have the you ever f- been with him to the box? Uh, I, I we one had, time. We had box seats one time this season. Mm-hmm. And then... 
We just spent the entire beginning half of the game, uh, literally the first half of the game, drinking outside in the McCormick tent. Hell yeah. And then we showed up to the stadium and like couldn't find how to get anywhere. (laughs) And then we just wound up sitting in like the his other coworkers' seats, which are like the worst seats in the stadium. Jesus. We literally had like club level seats with like fucking catered food and shit. And we were just like, let's fucking just (laughs) (laughs) We're sitting like in the fucking bathroom at the top floor. God damn. Watching like through a keyhole. (laughs) This is a good game. Fucking I don't even remember it. That's that's what you should be doing at the Ravens game. You should yeah. be getting. We were drinking in the parking lot outside of the stadium. Like it was very like always sunny in Philadelphia. Ask it was like mm-hmm. us two and two of his coworkers, Little and we're like date. right out front by the Ray, Ray Lewis statue, like in front of the stadium, and like families are walking by, and we're like shotgunning <laughs> beers next to a car, like stomping cans in the parking lot. People are like Jesus Christ. Anybody who's visiting, we were playing. We were playing the Los Angeles Chargers, and I was saying like, anybody who's visiting from LA right now is just like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with this city. Like, we are the people that they're going to remember oh, yeah. when they think about, like, oh, yeah, we went to Baltimore and these fucking dudes were just, like, getting wasted in the parking lot, not even watching a game. Like, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad to have played that role for the city that day. <laughs> to have been the official worst person in Baltimore that day. It was nice. But, um, yeah, shouts out to the Ravens, dude. Let's fucking win it, baby. I could not be thirstier. And I don't even mean that for a win. I mean that not metaphorically. I am so fucking thirsty right now. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Uh, You got anything coming up? Uh, Yeah, I actually do. Uh, So this past last night was fucking awesome. Uh, We played at the point in Towson uh, from the new and improved time slot of eight to midnight. What a great time that was. Uh, We will be back again. In March, I believe. We're not playing in February. But on March 12th, that is the second Saturday in March, we'll be back at the Point in Towson. You'll see me at that one. It's finally warm again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll probably... Yeah, you'll come out of high. I didn't know you started at 8, too. Yeah, I changed... I I literally... I changed it. Like, I called... We were at my parents' house last night for dinner. We were leaving around, like, 7.30, and I was like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like waiting in Towson for two more hours. Yep, Mm mm-hmm. We uh we used to play nine to one and I started noticing that just the crowd dropped off so much like around eleven thirty midnight yeah and I was I noticed that like when we got there at nine um like there was like the tail end of the dinner crowd and like when we started playing we were able to like hold on to them a little bit mm-hmm. but like the goal is to try to get catch people before they're like already kind of in the mindset of leaving like yeah it's hard once you like they've already eaten they've already had like the last couple sips of their drink and they see a band star up and they're like, oh, cool, we'll sit around and watch a couple songs. But like, they've already asked the server for the check. So yeah. like, they're not going to be like, you know what, guys? Fuck it. Take the check back. Let's get another round of drinks. Like, that's not how it goes. You have to catch yeah. them like, start a new tab. Yeah. You have to catch them in the middle of it while they're like, they get there, their food comes out. Oh, band start. Now they're eating. Now they're drinking. Now, by the time we're halfway through our first set, they're into it. Now they are more likely to just shit, stick yeah, around. You definitely. know what I mean? And also, you know, the obviously like the whole last set whenever we played there nine to one was just a fucking a throwaway set. It was like a wasted hour. We're playing to like four people in the bar. It's like, why don't we start at eight? We catch the dinner crowd earlier, get them to stay, and then we play through the peak hours, and then by time and that way we're not wasting you're not paying for an hour of music that's being played to no one. So I actually did say it to them and they actually agreed and they changed it. the new time is eight to midnight, which I gotta say the past two times we played there last night and the one in December, eight to midnight, uh, the the difference has been so noticeable in just 
the vibe of the night and yeah. how it's gone. Like it has been such. Well, I bet it's even nice for them too, because it's like, all right, it's we end at midnight, and now that you know the bar slows down, we can probably even get out of here earlier. Well, like, yeah, they can probably close the bar down at like one. They could, but also it kind of benefits them too because like. Regardless of what time we stop, we're still chilling there until last call because we're packing up and drinking and everyone that's hanging out with us. In fact, people are more likely to stay longer because it's one thing when you're playing at 1230 and your friends are there and you still have another 45 minutes before you're done and your friends are like, all right, man, we're going to get out of here, man. I'll see you. And they like wave goodbye while you're still playing versus you get done at midnight. Now I'm sitting with my friends drinking, getting bombs. We're all chilling now. Yeah. So like you've actually, in a way, it's actually increase the amount of people that are there after midnight because they have a reason to stay now because it's like okay we've been watching jimmy and john and joe play for the past two hours like we've seen it you know i'm tired but now it's like oh now they're hanging out with us now we'll chill so it has been such a great it's amazing what one hour will do it is amazing uh it's also amazing what lighting would do i was in this conversation earlier um with someone with multiple people i have not shut up about lighting this week because Mm -hmm. it's my second in my opinion there's two the two most important things for a bar in terms of setting a tone. Number one, obviously, easy, the type of music you're playing. Mm-hmm. The type of music you're playing is the number one uh, determinant of what kind of tone, vibe, situation you're setting. People walk in, they walk by, they hear the music, they instantly have an idea of what kind of place they're walking into. Yeah. The second most important thing is lighting. You need good lighting. Nobody wants to go into a bar, and if you're a bar owner, please listen. Nobody wants to go into a bar that is super brightly lit. It looks like you're in an office building. Yeah, or a hospital. It just, you need to dim it down, dog. Dim it down. Get some mood lighting in there. You don't want to be able to see the person next to you too clearly. It's the same idea with background music. When you're in a bar with no background music, it's too quiet. Everyone can hear your conversation. I'm talking to you on one corner of the bar, and two seats down, I can hear the other person's conversation. Now, all of a sudden, I'm self-conscious about the shit I'm saying, like, oh, shit, I just made a joke that Eric might have found funny, but maybe this person two seats down might have found that bad, or blah, blah, blah. Now we're in a... It's just awkward. It's fucking awkward. So you got to have a little background music to kind of, like, kind of, like, muddle the soundscape a little bit. Same thing with lighting. Lighting, when you dim the lighting, it's kind of like having background music. You're dimming it down a little bit. Now I can't see... Now that's not like bright as day and just kind of like every, puts everybody in their own little fucking thing. I don't know how to explain it, but it's very important. There's a reason why you go to a show. The first thing you get is a sound guy. Uh, but the second thing people talk about when they talk about like how good a show was, they're talking about the fucking lighting and the display. Mm-hmm. You know, people go to these fucking festivals and drop acid and fucking molly and shit. They're thinking about the lighting. Yeah. Oh, shit, it was fucking crazy. Fireworks, fucking flashes, blah, 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 blah. And it like went off when the beat dropped and blah, blah, blah. Lighting is crucial. So if you own a bar or if you play at a bar, damn the lights, baby. It's huge. Anyway, long tangent. Every Tuesday at Perennial in Towson, I play 5 to 8.30. That's every Tuesday at Perennial in Towson, 5 to 8.30. And every Wednesday night at the Horseshoe Came In on, 9.30 to 1.30. We will also be at the Horseshoe Came In on this coming Friday, the 14th, from 9.30 to close. Uh, That's the band. So that's going to be fucking awesome. And that's the band. That's the band, baby. That's on the band. Uh, not, at uh, Sophomore MD. At Sophomore MD, baby. And also picked up uh, my first gig at Nacho Mama's Towson in, in uh, like three years. I'll be there on Saturday, 4 to 7. I think I was thinking about maybe going to check out. Your brother's going to the Crack the Sky concert at the Wrecker oh, next really? Saturday. That's funny. And uh, it's at 8 
and I, he was saying like maybe I'll just pregame at Nachos, and then I was like, dude, I'm down to go fucking see them. They're like a classic like Baltimore band. Yeah, you know? they got some good songs. I'd be down to watch it. If they're not sold out, I'm very uh, highly interested in some. So when is that again? Next Saturday. Okay. Or this coming Saturday, I guess, at this point. Interesting. Eight at the record theater. I also haven't seen a show at the record theater, I think, ever. I've never seen somebody play at the record theater. I've been to the record multiple times, but I've never seen a show there. So that'll be cool. But anyway, yeah, that's it for me. At Sophomore MD on everything. Check us out. We got some new stuff coming out in the coming months. We got a big studio day coming up uh, at the end of this month uh, where we're going to finalize a bunch of our tracks that are in the works. Hell uh, yeah. At Jimmy Seleski. At Oh, you got what do you got coming up? By the I way, I got shit. At Eric Glazer, follow me on everything. Um, and go check out uh, go check out Good and Nice Productions. That's me and Elizabeth and her sisters. Uh, you know, sketch sketch group. We're gonna try to do some more stuff for 2022, but uh, we got all of our stuff up on our Facebook and shit. So go check that out. Bada bing, bada boom, folks. At LFTS Podcast across the board. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, whatever you do your podcasting on, we're there too, baby. Till next week. Happy New Year. Peace.